let's shift gears now and put your leadership expert hat on and tell us about the role of leadership in small business. Well, so I think many um, many people, especially with entrepreneurial instincts, um, uh, can can do okay when they to start a business, to buy a franchise, to open up a shop, to start an online online business of some kind. And the excitement and maybe your the cash you get of your life savings or some burst that got you launched um, is always inspiring. But my fear for many of those small business owners, whether they're a solopreneur or there's a, you know, a small group of six or eight of them, is do they really understand what the next first and the first five years will be like? And are they really prepared for that? Because going from startup to grow up is a very difficult journey to traverse. And um, we that's where we see companies get themselves into trouble. Small businesses, real, you know, that and that's where all the angel funders, when they, you know, your funding is gone or you run out of money or your customers aren't buying anymore. How do you keep a business alive? Um, and the the truth is, it has it, the founding vision that started a business is an important part of that, but there's so much more to scaling versus, versus growing. In fact, just today in Harvard Business Review, I have a new piece out uh, that's called learning how to both grow and scale your business because it's different work. And so as a leader, you know, whether you have just you and your customers or you and a team of, you know, half a dozen people, you have to think about you know, the basic elements of who are the customers I want to serve and who are the customers I do not want to serve. A lot of times in a small business, you say yes to everything, right? You, the idea of turning away revenue is so terrifying, you can't even do it. So you just say yes to whoever will pay you money, which of course becomes very dangerous, right? Because you now have diluted your identity and now you can't differentiate, right? So the ability of somebody to choose you over somebody else that does what you do is too hard is too hard and now you've left the ability for the right customers to find you to chance and so the hardest thing for entrepreneurs to do is to say no and to put lines in the sand that say here's who we are here's what we're going to be good at here's what we're going to be better at than anybody else and here's who we want to serve and here's how we're going to make money doing it and to stick to that and then to be honest about what it's required, especially for a founding entrepreneur to know that something has grown beyond them. Most founding entrepreneurs can't let go. And so they wind up being jacks of all trades and masters of none and trying to do all the jobs in the company rather than doing what they're good at and letting others do what they're not good at. And, you know, just like a baby in a womb has to go through mitosis and their cells have to divide, you know, even little baby startups have to have some, some mitosis. And I think learning how to, to guide that process elegantly, and it, it's very disruptive. I think we all know that. Anybody who started a business knows that the early years are very, very tumultuous. So you got to be able to endure that. But you have to make smart choices, and you have to make hard choices and trade-offs for the long term. Um, but, but so much of the urgency and immediacy for those small business owners is tomorrow's revenue and tomorrow's bills. And so they just get addicted to anybody who will pay them for whatever it is they do and applying whatever their, their technology, their invention or their services to whatever 
people want it for. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes there's some, you learn some things around, wow, I, ha- I never would have thought of applying this that way. And so it does potentially reveal new markets or new segments of customers that you wouldn't have thought of. But you have to know the difference between opportunism and impulsivity, right? And how to be opportunistic with a startup without being impulsive and chasing every option that's there just because it's an option. And I think that discipline of a startup organization and a small business, that discipline of that leader to preserve the important relationships with customers and suppliers, and if they have a few employees that they have, and not try and be all things to all people. I think those are typically the things that separate the ones that can go from startup to grow up from those that can't. Part of what you were talking about was being very clear about who you are and who you serve and uh, not getting confused about it. Another thing that you touched upon is that founders or the solopreneurs can be quite controlling and find it quite difficult to let go. So what is your advice from your expertise in leadership, acting like a CEO and a leader and not like a minion? <laughs> great. It's a great, it's a great uh, question. And, and I, I, I love the distinction of a minion. Um, any organization uh, even if it's three people much less 30 people or 40 people um, much less a thousand people has different levels so we look at organizations in three ways we look at the the operational system, which is the people on the ground doing the executing. There's the coordinating system in the middle that translates vision and strategy into daily operations and then there's the strategic system there's the eye on the future, the eye on trends, the eye on new customer emerging patterns, the ion competitors. And the more those three systems are compressed, the less functional they are. And so now now when you're starting a business and it's just you, you're all three systems, right? You just have to know which you're doing when. But as after a year or two or three, where you may have more sophisticated processes, you have technology, you have some things outsourced to partners, it should be more obvious And your best contribution to that baby is playing at the strategic level. And if you haven't built capacity beneath you to do the coordinating work or the operating work, then that's the most important thing to do. Um, I I often walk into companies and I see, you know, a $20 million company trapped in the body of a $5 million organization. Or I see a $100 million company trapped in the body of a $30 million organization. Like a teenage boy wearing his father's suit, right? They just haven't grown into themselves. I think even if you're a $2 million startup business with, you know, you cashed in your cashed in your life savings and you got lucky with some um, tailwinds of some great sales or some warehouse company called you and wanted a big order. Um, and now all of a sudden you're just trying to keep up with pace with what you committed to and you can't stop long enough to learn how to go from working in the organization to working on the organization. And I think that's what leaders have to learn to do is to step back from working in the organization to learn how to work on it and let leave the working in it to others. Even if they're not going to be as good as you at it, you have to let them learn. And most founding entrepreneurs, you know, they're, they're, what they've created is such an extension of their identity that who they are becomes what they've done. And when that fuses, it's very dangerous because the extraction process of separating out who you are as a human being from what you do and what you've created is so painful they can't do it. And now the entire thing is nothing but an extension of themselves and everybody else in it, an extension of themselves. And people, people who go to these places, you see them lose themselves in the shadow of the founder um, and become very disillusioned and, and resentful and they become minions. 
to use your metaphor. And entrepreneurs have to commit early on to, to know that is a possibility, that who you are can become too fused with what you've created, and you have to put some boundaries in place to separate that by asking for feedback. Ask for hard feedback. Tell me what's the worst thing I've done as a leader that I need to change. What's the hardest thing about working for me? And find out what it is you love about working with me and for me. Ask your customers, what can we do better? You know, put signal detection in there early on to get feedback into you and get fresh air into you quickly so you're getting the truth and the unvarnished experience of people to tell you when the emperor is naked, to tell you when you're being a jerk so that you can course correct and recognize that you're starting to touch upon things that are outside your reach, that are outside your skill set, and you need to find others who are good at it and not try and do, all, do it all. Ron, thank you for joining us, inspiring us, and coaching us today. Before we wrap up, what is your parting piece of guidance to those starting anew in life? Share the best way we can connect with you online, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. My, one of my best mentors, and she's been my mentor for 20, 30 years, told me very early in my career, Nothing is irrevocable except death. And it, it freed me up to realize I can try things. I can, I can step out. I don't have to worry. Um, I, I, I get do-overs. You know, I can, I can take chances. And it, I think if, we, if, if people could liberate themselves from the fears that um, bind them to just say, nothing ventured, nothing gained. It's so cliche, but it's so true. And that it's not too late. No matter where you are in your career, you can start again. You can find me at www.navalent.com. You can follow me at, on Twitter uh, at Ron Carucci. Uh, and I'm also on LinkedIn as well. So I look forward to connecting with your listeners uh, whenever they can. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Start A New Show. We invite you to be more than a passive listener. Be a starter. Join our community and snag exclusive freebies from Symbol and her guests at letstartanew.com. Create your vision of freedom and fulfillment right here on the Start A New Show.